SpaceX, and its climb to become one of the most innovative companies in the world, is probably one of the greatest American success stories of all time. A visionary leader, surrounded by an incredible, determined team of people, set out with nothing but a dream to make space travel accessible to all. Humanity has always had a fascination with the stars, and the people of SpaceX believe it is our destiny to be amongst them. SpaceX today launches more payload to orbit than every other organization in the world combined. Governments and companies included. SpaceX possesses rocket technology more advanced than any government in the world. Not bad for a company founded in a California warehouse. But despite their success, SpaceX's road to where it is today has been full of challenges, and they narrowly escaped death. Here's the story of SpaceX, the aerospace technology company taking humanity to the stars. Welcome to Beyond Money, the podcast where we dive deep into the technologies and businesses changing the world. SpaceX is one of the most innovative companies on the planet and possesses arguably the most advanced rocket technology on the planet as well. Not only do they launch more mass to orbit than every other institution in the world combined, but they also hold numerous records within the aerospace industry. They hold the record for the most launches in a one-year period, launching over 31 missions in 2021. SpaceX has landed over 130 rockets from launches, dwarfing any other competitor, since no one else has reusable rockets. SpaceX has even reused the same rocket 13 times. Lastly, SpaceX has the largest satellite internet network in the world, Starlink, that boasts over 2,500 satellites and provides high-speed, low-latency internet to anywhere in the world. SpaceX's technology is changing the world, and they're just getting started. However, SpaceX has traveled a long road to get where they are today, and their success was determined by the thinnest of odds. Let's take a trip down memory lane and relive the incredible rise of SpaceX. The year is 2001, and Elon Musk is fresh off of selling PayPal to eBay. Musk decides to invest $100 million of his own capital into SpaceX, founding his own rocket company. Musk originally founded SpaceX with the idea of sending a greenhouse to Mars, growing planet life on the planet to inspire the world to get excited about space travel. Put life on Mars, and humanity would want to follow. So Musk set out on a shopping spree for a rocket that could take his greenhouse to Mars. Musk, with an aerospace engineer from NASA's JPL, and an ex-CIA venture capitalist headed to Russia, where they looked to buy an old ICBM. The Russians, upon Musk's first visit, refused to even do business with him, insulting him for his lack of knowledge and spitting on him. Upon Musk's second visit to Russia, he was offered an old ICBM for $8 million, but Musk and his team determined this was too expensive for the old Russian rocket. Musk left Russia empty-handed, but he left determined and dead set on getting to space. Upon return to the United States, Musk ran some numbers and realized the aerospace industry was ripe for disruption. Musk realized that about 3% of a rocket's cost comes from raw materials, and that the majority of the cost was due to rockets being a combination of parts from hundreds of companies, all upcharging significantly due to the lack of competition in the aerospace industry as well as the lack of incentive for the government to save money. The government needed to get their payloads to orbit, 
no matter the price. So the entire industry was able to charge whatever they wanted to a price-insensitive buyer. Realizing this, Musk set out to build his own rocket company, almost entirely from scratch, with the goal of creating a company capable of reaching orbit for the lowest cost possible. So now Musk had a rocket company, flush with cash, yet still no rocket. It was time to build the team needed to do so. In early 2002, Musk started recruiting, starting with industry veteran Tom Mueller, a leading rocket engineer who would later become SpaceX's chief technology officer of propulsion until 2020. Musk also brought in Gwyn Shotwell and Chris Thompson, two industry veterans from TRW and Boeing, who would later become COO and VP of operations. The hiring spree continued for years, as top talent was needed to develop the most vertically integrated rocket company in the world. By November 2005, SpaceX had 160 employees, and Musk had assembled a world-class team of rocket engineers. Now is the time to execute and get SpaceX to orbit. In 2006, SpaceX took its first swing at putting a rocket into orbit. March 24, 2006, first attempt at launch. All was well for the first half minute, but 33 seconds after liftoff, a small fire was observed coming from the rocket, and ultimately the rocket exploded. First attempt, not successful. All wasn't lost though, as the satellite payload being launched that day landed in a storage shed near the site. March 21, 2007, Falcon 1 had a successful first stage burn, reaching an altitude of 289 kilometers. However, Due to premature engine shutdown at T plus 7 minutes and 30 seconds, the rocket failed to reach orbit. SpaceX was now 0 for 2 and burning through cash. Was third time the charm? August 3rd, 2008. Almost a year and a half since the second launch. All systems go, and SpaceX had two launch attempts under its belt. Lessons learned from these previous two failures should help the rocket get to orbit but SpaceX wouldn't be so lucky. During transition between the first stage to the second stage during the flight, residual stage one thrust led to a collision between stage one and stage two, leading to complete failure of the rocket. SpaceX had now attempted to launch three times and had failed each time. The company now was pretty much completely out of money and morale was at all time lows. All hope seemed to be lost, yet it wasn't. Musk refused to give up and rallied the team for one final launch. SpaceX scraped together the last of its money and built a final rocket. With the global financial crisis picking up speed in the back half of 2008, funding was drying up, and this was SpaceX's last opportunity. Musk threw his remaining $30 million at SpaceX and Tesla, in an effort to save his struggling companies. This last money was everything Musk had. It was all or nothing for SpaceX. There would be no second chances. September 28, 2008. Musk hasn't been able to sleep due to the stress of the situation, with two of his companies on the brink of failure. Three failed launches lingered as ghosts of the past. Many doubted that this launch would succeed with many expecting this fourth and final launch to end in the same way as the previous three did. Liftoff, we have liftoff, and SpaceX's Falcon 1 took off for the fourth time in SpaceX's history. 
the fate of the company was going to be determined by this rocket. First stage burn was successful. Successful separation. Second stage ignition. Successful second stage burn. Success! SpaceX has made it to orbit. The first private company in the history of spaceflight to build and launch a rocket to orbit. Everyone celebrated at SpaceX, and Elon could sleep well that night, knowing that the future of SpaceX was secured. NASA, as well as many other investors, poured money in, and the fate of SpaceX was sealed forever. What an amazing success story. Against all the odds, an entrepreneur decided to bet it all in order to change the world. And because of that decision, we all now collectively benefit from cheaper access to space travel. Since that launch, SpaceX has continued to use capital to invest in larger, more capable rockets that lower the price per pound of payload to orbit. After the Falcon 1, SpaceX developed the Falcon 9, SpaceX's main workhorse that's still in use today. After a successful development and launch of the Falcon 9, including developing a cargo capsule for resupply of the ISS, SpaceX started to incorporate reusability into its rockets. Modern airplanes didn't get thrown away after a single flight. Why couldn't our rockets operate in the same way? This was Musk's inspiration for developing reusable rockets, as he realized that if he could make rockets reusable just like airplanes, their cost to operate and ultimately cost per pound of payload to orbit would dramatically decline. The only cost would be maintenance and fuel. Starting in 2012, SpaceX went to work on developing reusable rockets. SpaceX faced numerous failures throughout 2014 and 2015, but achieved their first success in December 2015, landing a first stage booster on a launch site. A couple of years later, SpaceX successfully launched the first landed first stage in March of 2017. So less than a decade after developing and launching their first rocket to orbit, SpaceX now had rockets capable of being launched, landing back on Earth, and being relaunched over and over again. Not to mention, SpaceX is now capable of landing boosters on autonomous drone ships. So not only can SpaceX boosters land on land, but they can land on robot boats at sea as well. An incredible pace of innovation. Reusable rocket technology has the potential of reducing the cost of reaching orbit by a factor of 100. Imagine any product or service today, 99% off. That's what reusable rocket technology is doing for the space industry. It's been a long road full of adversity for SpaceX to get where they are today, but now it is unquestioned that they are the global leader in rocket technology. SpaceX possesses rocket technology that no government has, let alone other companies. They are arguably one of the most impactful and innovative companies in the world. And the funny thing is, they're just getting started. SpaceX has already reduced the cost of getting to orbit dramatically, and they've enabled many businesses to take off as a result. Think about it. The cheaper it is to get to space, the more business models become economically feasible. Space-based internet systems, microgravity manufacturing, or manufacturing in space, are two big ones picking up recently as a result of these cost declines. SpaceX is getting into the space internet business themselves via Starlink. SpaceX's rocket technology is acting as the infrastructure layer for many businesses to build on top of. 
I view SpaceX as the railroad to space. And because they're making it easier and cheaper to reach space, an explosion of innovation in space is likely to result in the coming years and decades. Starlink is just the first major innovation to be born out of this cost decline. SpaceX since its founding has created three major technologies with each technology relying upon the previous in order to achieve mass scale and success. Additionally, each technological innovation creates a massive explosion of innovation, with technologies and entire business models being built upon these technological breakthroughs. The first of these technologies was reusable rockets, starting with the Falcon 9. After developing a successful reusable rocket through Falcon 9, SpaceX was able to charge lower prices to customers looking to launch payloads to orbit relative to competitors such as Boeing or Lockheed Martin. This led to SpaceX gaining market share and ultimately revenue and profits in the space launch industry. Contracts with NASA, the defense industry, and other satellite and imagery companies provided the vast majority of all SpaceX's revenue and profits today. And other satellite and imagery companies provide the vast majority of all of SpaceX's revenue and profits today. SpaceX has been using the proceeds from these launch contracts to invest in their next technology platform, Starlink. Starlink, the world's largest space-based internet service, is the first of many technologies that will be built as a result of reusable rockets. When you think of the ideal internet service, what do you think of? How would it work? How about high-speed, low-latency connectivity from anywhere on the planet? That's what Starlink provides. We've all dreamed of high-speed internet on a plane, not the crappy kind we have today. Starlink can do that. How about a connection in the middle of the Grand Canyon? Starlink can do that. How about a connection in the middle of the Pacific Ocean? Starlink can do that. The world has never seen an internet service with coverage as vast as Starlink's. It truly is the first internet service where you can have connectivity anywhere in the world at any time. Airlines are already asking SpaceX to enable its service on their planes. Royal Caribbean, a cruise liner, has announced that they are bringing Starlink internet connectivity to their cruise ships so guests can use the internet while at sea. Scientists in Antarctica are even starting to experiment using the service. This is not some sci-fi, pie-in-the-sky idea. This is innovation and incredible engineering bearing fruit to all of humanity today. These kinds of things are what get me so hyped about the future. Starlink will enable people the ability to communicate with anyone in the world from anywhere in the world instantly. What makes Starlink different from other satellite internet services? It's a fact that the satellite constellation is based in low Earth orbit. Other satellite systems, such as HughesNet, are a constellation that's in orbit that's much farther from Earth. The benefit to that is that HughesNet doesn't need to launch tens of thousands of satellites to enable wide coverage. The farther the satellite is from Earth, the wider the internet coverage is, but the slower the speeds are. This is how satellite internet has operated up until now. Since only a few satellites are needed to provide nationwide coverage, the economics of the business model worked. And since people in remote areas had no alternatives, they'd pay up to get the slow service, no matter the cost. 
but because of the invention of reusable rocket technology bringing down launch costs in a dramatic fashion. A company like SpaceX can now launch tens of thousands of satellites into low Earth orbit to blanket the world with high-speed internet connectivity. More satellites are needed because they're closer to Earth. But since launch costs are so much lower, this isn't as much of a barrier. Not to mention, closer to Earth means much, much faster speeds. Now Starlink is very expensive to mass manufacture, as the satellite manufacturing business is no cheap business. However, satellite internet creates a reoccurring subscription business over the long run, and subscription businesses command high valuation multiples due to the predictability of the revenue. Starlink costs $110 per month currently, with an upfront $600 hardware cost. Starlink, as of June 2022, has more than 400,000 subscribers, representing more than 40 million in recurring revenues for SpaceX. All satellite production is based in Redmond, Washington, a hub for aerospace engineering. As SpaceX continues to scale the network, costs to manufacture the satellites will come down as economies of scale is achieved, allowing SpaceX to pass down those savings to customers, lowering the monthly subscription price if desired. This expands SpaceX's total addressable market, allowing SpaceX to service more people in more countries, furthering Starlink's reach and enabling SpaceX to provide internet to more places around the globe. In the long run, SpaceX should be able to provide high-speed internet connectivity to emerging markets, the market where internet connectivity has the largest room to grow due to poor infrastructure. Expanding internet access to these countries will provide billions with resources to learn, conduct business transactions, and ultimately help the people of those countries flourish and prosper. Expanding cheap, high-speed internet connectivity to emerging countries may cause an explosion of entrepreneurship and innovation as technology such as crypto will enable entrepreneurs and companies to innovate and trade in a way never possible before. All of this is because reusable rocket technology was invented. With no reusable rockets, the cost to build such a low Earth orbit satellite system would be too high. It's crazy how one innovation can cause another innovation to become possible and be born. And let's not forget, Starlink's revenue and profits will be used to invest in a technology of even grander scale, Starship. Starship, the largest rocket ever developed, will be capable of bringing 100 to 150 tons of payload to orbit. Starship, therefore, will also be the most powerful rocket ever built, capable of launching the largest payloads to orbit the world has ever seen. The massive launch capability of Starship will create an incredible opportunity for businesses, institutions, and governments to do research, business, or exploration at a scale never possible before. Telescopes more powerful than the recent James Webb Telescope, space stations larger than the ISS, and exploration missions more ambitious than Apollo will all be possible. Starship truly will revolutionize space travel. SpaceX, taking lessons from Falcon 9, is going all out on reusability. The goal is to make Starship the first fully reusable rocket where every component of the spacecraft is reusable for the next mission. Currently, about 50 to 60% of Falcon 9 is reusable, but Starship is being engineered to be 100% reusable. This is the holy grail of space vehicles. 
finally putting spacecraft on par with jet airplanes when it comes to reusability. The only thing being replaced after each flight would be the fuel. Now developing such a space vehicle is not cheap. It's projected that Starship will cost between 3 to 4 billion dollars to develop, a system capable of taking astronauts to the moon. Getting Starship to Mars? The projected cost is expected to balloon to 10 billion. This is a massive cost, and this is why Starship's development and long-term success is ultimately dependent upon Starlink's success. The capital from Starlink will fund the Starship program to take humanity to Mars. The beauty of Starship, though, is once it's developed and operational, fuel and maintenance costs will be the only significant costs of operation. Both Starship's first and second stages are going to be reusable, and the entire system is designed for rapid reusability. Not only that, but the entire system will have the capability of landing on any surface in the solar system. This includes both surfaces with an atmosphere, like Mars, as well as places without one, like the Moon. Designing a system that works in both situations is incredibly difficult, and making that system fully reusable only adds an additional level of difficulty. But SpaceX is executing and making progress. SpaceX now has a working Starship prototype, one that they've successfully tested through numerous high-altitude flight tests. Starship is capable of landing itself upright, despite free-falling out of the sky at an angle, almost like a bird. It's quite a sight to see, and I suggest you all watch a video of it yourself. The big news, though, will be later this year, when SpaceX has its first orbital test with Starship. SpaceX will launch Starship to space, and have Starship orbit the Earth multiple times, then attempt to have Starship re-enter the atmosphere and free-fall its way back to a landing pad, where Starship will attempt to land upright just like Falcon 9 has done 50 plus times. It will be quite the test for SpaceX and Starship, as it will be Starship's first attempt at orbit, first attempt to land from space, as well as the first stage's first attempt at landing as well. Many firsts in one test. Not to mention, fully assembled, Starship, on top of its first stage heavy booster, will become the largest rocket ever built, bigger than even the Apollo rockets. Starship gets a lot of attention for its space launching capabilities, as it should. But Starship will also provide Earth with unprecedented travel capabilities. Starship will be capable of taking anyone on Earth to any other point on Earth in less than one hour. This will be the closest thing we'll have to teleportation. Now someone living in New York can work in Moscow and be home for dinner all within the same day. A true global interconnected business world can emerge, as anyone could theoretically work in any country desired. Starship would be the way these people would travel. Starship will be capable of taking 100 to 200 people per flight, just like a modern airline. Long term, this market should provide SpaceX with a tremendous amount of capital, so they will essentially create a luxury, high-speed travel market. What gets the most attention, though, with Starship is Mars. Mars is the reason why Starship is being built. Elon Musk has stated that he believes Starship will enable space exploration to become cheap enough, where moving to work and live on Mars will cost roughly the same as a mortgage in the United States. Quite an interesting proposition. SpaceX will offer people, in a way, the chance at a fresh start, at a new life, on a new planet full of possibilities. In a way, 
SpaceX will be building a future society on Mars through the use of its technology. Just plug in some Tesla batteries and solar panels, use electric vehicles to get around, and dig some boring company tunnels to protect from the harsh radiation and environment on Mars. And boom, we have a Mars society. Interesting to see the synergies of all of Musk's companies. Very much seems like they're all built for the purpose of making life on Mars easier. Wrapping everything up, here's the Beyond Money take. Technologies ride on top of the adoption and development of other prior technologies. The invention of electricity, which was conceived through years of innovation in physics and mathematics, brought the light bulb, which ultimately led to computers. Computers then brought the invention of the internet, and the internet has brought Netflix, Amazon, Apple, Uber, Google Maps, Airbnb, and countless other incredible products and services. Without the original invention of electricity, none of this would be possible. What SpaceX is doing with reusable rocket technology is arguably on the same scale of impactfulness as what electricity did for the globe. The amount of innovation and possibilities that will be built on top of reusable rocket technology is impossible to fathom at this current moment. Starlink is the first of many technologies that are being built as a result of the rapid cost declines in getting to orbit in outer space. All kinds of businesses are now becoming a reality, since the economics of space have dramatically changed. This is why you see every major technology company, including SpaceX, investing in satellite constellations to provide internet connectivity all across the globe. And think about the impact of such a technology. Wide-scale access to cheap, fast internet anywhere in the globe will rapidly expand education and economic development in developing nations. This will lead to increased communication and innovation across borders due to the easier flow of information. It's possible that these people in these nations will have access to global capital markets as increased internet adoption in developing nations will enable people to have access to the crypto markets, making it easier than ever for entrepreneurs to borrow or lend capital to anyone else in the world. It's certainly possible that crypto adoption globally will explode on the rails of Starlink. This is just one effect of a global, high-speed satellite internet network. It's impossible to conceive of all the innovations entrepreneurs will come up with, and this is all because of Starlink. Starship will be even larger in impact, potentially allowing us to build a permanent base on the moon explore the solar system, and colonize Mars. These events would be the most significant events in all of human history. SpaceX has a current valuation of $125 billion. Unfortunately, it is not a public company. If it was, it would be one of my largest investments. Assuming SpaceX continues to make progress on Starlink and Starship, I believe that SpaceX will one day be the world's most valuable company they will possess technologies that are not only disrupting our world, but bringing us to new ones. SpaceX will essentially be building an economy on another planet. Valuing a business like that is impossible, but I have a strong feeling that the valuation will be the highest of any business entity. You would essentially own the GDP of Mars by owning SpaceX equity. Not only will SpaceX become the most valuable company in the world, but they'll become the most valuable company in the solar system. This year, Starship will fly to orbit for the first time, and if it's successful, 
humanity's relationship with space will never be the same again. Buckle up, humanity. The future is coming, and we're going amongst the stars. Thank you for listening today. I hope you found the podcast insightful and inspiring. If you wouldn't mind, leave a review. It helps push the podcast out to a wider audience. Spotify users, follow the podcast to be notified whenever the latest podcast drop. I hope you all have a fantastic day, and thank you for listening to Beyond Money. Beyond Money.